Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. It's the Custard TV podcast. Just uh, channeling oh. some naughty holder there for you. Um, I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com. <laughs> Gary's come down with the old lurgy now, haven't you, as well? Oh, have you, Gary? Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had a chest infection. This is the best my voice and has sounded since hell of a chest to have it on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I have, I have gone through a heck of a lot of it. Shall I do some I rubbing was... whilst we're on air? Oh, the chest yeah. rubbing yeah. Appara- apparatus is available. I'm sure. To be honest, Matt, I don't think there no, are. No, not really. I, I don't think, I think there they've is. Got the, they've got the market sewn up. Whilst we're on this, sure, can I do? I'm sure my, Lidl uh... do a do a down market no. interpretation of Vix. Other poor supermarkets are available. Could I do my uh, my medication uh, commentary now? Yes, yes, this is going to yes. be a regular um, feature. Gary's medication comment. <laughs> is it Robitussin or Robicitin? Robitussin <laughs> sounds like the name of a Scottish footballer. Yeah. Um, oh, Robitussin. Robitussin passes it left. Um, <laughs> whereas Robicitin sounds a bit yeah. more like medication and it tastes it, yeah. I mean it does the job while we're on the subject is it paracetamol or haricetamol ah uh, we, we don't know or is so it or is questions. it haricetamol oh classic comedy yeah really Luke Gary and Matt talking telly on the Custer TV podcast have you ever had that time where you haven't been able to smell the Vix Gary or could you smell it the whole time Oh no, I can smell. No, my my nasal passages have been quite open. Uh, Matt, what about your nasal passages? Just so we're you know not left out. Never you mind. <laughs> you showed me some of your other passages. I thought you'd I'm like just to having a there. sniff whilst we're. Re- I mean, occasionally you might hear me kind of go because that's just oh, me well, getting a bit I'll... of Ulbasol up the nose. Oh, yeah. I look forward to it. I really look forward to that. Yeah. It's the Custard TV podcast. My Vic's loving friend is Gary. Yo. And the one with all the passages that lead to the north. It's Matt. Okay, TV news, reviews, and uh, innuendos is what we do, apparently, on this <laughs> podcast. Um, I'll kick off with the news. Um, Channel 4 has renewed, or uh, given another series to, Toast of London, the sitcom starring Matt Berry. Um, I fell behind with this and then forgot it was even on, but a lot of people fell in love with this this year. And I think it's good that Channel 4 are giving it a I, third go-round. I went to see the uh, third Hunger Games film yesterday, and there are several moments in that that are very Toast of London, where she's... Like, she's taping, I can hear you she, she's taping, Yeah, she's taping a propaganda video, and they're all sitting in like the lab, and it's like, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman's on the intercom going, could you just say it a bit more like that, please, to Jennifer Lawrence? And I'm just saying, I can hear you. I can hear you. Can hear you. Can hear me? Yeah. Okay, so that's coming back. Uh, um, and was comedy... there a prostitutes and old gentlemen's blow football tournament in it as well? I think that's mocking Jay part two. Ah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay, while we're on the subject of uh, comedy renewals, uh, not such great news. Citizen Khan, that sitcom nobody yeah, watches, whoa, is returning. Whoa, why are you putting a... comedy in the word Citizen Khan in the same sentence? Well, there you go. There you go. I'm still delirious. <laughs> uh, that's coming back for a fourth series. Unbelievable. How? How? Who, How? who in the BBC... Does somebody have pictures of the BBC controller or something? What the heck well, is going it does on? Do, it, doesn't it not get good... I can't even speak now. It gets good ratings, doesn't it? Because the first uh, series of it, they, they debuted it at like 10.35 and it got like 4 million. So they moved it up to, I believe, 9.30 and now 8.30. I'm not sure I've said this publicly, but the British public are idiots. Oh, I've yeah. said it. I've said it. Oh, OK, fine. Um, yeah, and I consider you to be one of those public... Uh, also coming back for a second series is uh, the elderly sitcom-ish Boomers that stars Alison Stedman and that contemporary comedian. I thought that was alright. Yeah, but... Yeah, 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 alright, yeah, Stephanie yeah, Beecham yeah. as well was quite good. Yeah, so. uh, E4 <laughs> have picked up supernatural uh, drama Supernatural uh, from Sky Living. It's going to be shown it, next it, year. It, it, it does what it says on the tin. <laughs> yeah. More shows should be called about what they are. Uh, Mrs. Bounds Boys is unlikely, folks, hold on. to return. Hold on, hold on. You could rename it Unfunny for Citizen Khan. No? Okay. Racial stereotypes. No? News night. <laughs> that does what it says on the tin. Mrs. Brown's Boys is unlikely to return uh, for a full series. Instead, we're only going to get Christmas specials. I know. Try and hold all it together. We'll films. Get, we'll get through this as best we can. Playing fast and loose with the word special there, Luke. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I don't understand it. Um, Episode, so Christmas that, episodes. Christmas episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is that is that. Today, Matt's been at work all day, so he won't have endured the same online social media campaign that some of us have. But this mm-hmm. morning, last night when I got in from a lovely Indian takeaway, on Twitter it oh. said, join us at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning for a big Broadchurch 2 reveal. So I got up with the... with the. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, at 8 o'clock, t- turned on Good Morning Britain. And I want my, you know, that was awful enough. I want Thinking my morning any- back. I went on Twitter and then discovered that what it was, ITV uh, want you to keep tweeting the hashtag #BroadChurchReturns as many times as you can, and then they will un- what they, they the phrase they use is they will unlock the series two trailer. What that means is they'll just show it when people get on. The thing is that was as I say eight o'clock this morning. Do, do you think in their mind they set a target of how many they wanted, or did absolutely. you just think until it's well, the no, number they, one they trending? Just know. No, they just know what time they're going to put More it More importantly, they... why have they done it in the daytime when a lot of people are at work? Well, yes. So, as I was saying, that it's, that started at 8 o'clock this morning. It's now at time of recording, quarter past four. I'm doing this, I'm <laughs> using the air quotes to say it's bizarre to do this air quotes job. Uh, and not and you know where we where we know a lot about TV and 
and know so little about the second city. They are keeping their secrets close to their chest. Lots well, of let's not forget that the be. writer, your mate Chris Chibnall, didn't even yeah. tell us there was going to be a second series. In fact, he lied no, he on lied. the day. Well, there's a new ITV tweet. So... Ah, it's let's, for everyone who lied. tweeted hashtag Broadchurch returns today, dot, 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 get ready, exclamation oh, mark. for God's sake. See, this is what they're doing <laughs> to me all, but... The last thing I can tell you about it was that it will be on on Monday, the 5th of January. So it's the very first new drama of the new year for ITV. They have put a lot of their eggs in, in a massive broad shaped basket with this. <clears throat> so I don't know. A lot of people I've said are kind of, they're not like me and you and, and, and Gary perhaps. They're sort of over it now. They're over broad church. Do you think that as many people... There's many people like us who are still so into the idea of it. I don't think I'm that into it. I thought it was a, you know, it was a good drama. Um, we were I'm excited into it to see... at the time, though. Do you remember? We I'm were, see, yeah, we were really exactly. But I'm excited to see where it goes. But no more so than like Line of Duty or Happy Valley or one yeah. of those other big dramas that we were interested in. I don't think Broadchurch has appeal on its own but it was a really good drama when it was on and it's interesting to see will it will it be at the same level or will it sort of fall off a cliff uh, so to speak no pun intended <laughs> uh, while we're on our tv shows <laughs> take me out the uh, dating show uh, fronted by paddy mcginnis that's coming back on saturday the 3rd of jan celebrity big brother hosted by emma willis will be back on itv on the on channel five rather on uh, on the 7th of Jan, which is a Wednesday. Uh, Emma Willis oh, again, she'll be hosting with Reggie Yates, formerly of The Voice, to present a new Saturday she's, night show called She's Rise on The Voice, Depart. isn't she? Yeah. There's like 10 when Mar- when presenters. Do, when do Marvin and Holly get together for a, a show then? Well, well that, that is a whole Heat Magazine article right there. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> do you not think there are like 10 no, they, presenters they do, that present yeah, they everything? Do that they just move them around. Yeah. I reckon. In fact, it's bizarre. There is a Frank Sinatra-based talent show starting the first week of January on BBC, hosted by Rochelle Humes and Alexander Armstrong. What a pairing! <laughs> I can't wait that, for that. That is very, very strong. That I'd actually strong... like to see Rochelle uh, replace Richard Osman on Pointless for a couple of minutes. Well, I think it's. I, think I, only, I look I forward. Think I look forward to that show starting a viral marketing campaign saying, "Start spreading the news." I think we're. Oh. We're... Oh, classic. Come on. Remember, this is January. It's 2015. They've got to pull together a talent show sort of judging lineup. Who are they going to pick? Well, they've gone for the big names. Uh, Joan <laughs> Collins. What was it again? Okay. Joan Collins. Joan Collins, right, sorry. Yeah, right, okay, yeah. so we're... Shane uh, Ritchie. I will give you a hint, we're only going downhill from there. J- uh, it's her sister. Paul O'Grady. No. no. Yeah, Can uh, I just tell you before... Bradley Walsh. No, I've got Al- to tell Al- you before... Al Murray. Martin I've got to tell McCutcheon. you before... Stop! I've got to tell you before I'm eating Sonia. the inside... Uh, <laughs> comedian <Tattoo>. Rufus. <laughs> Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> Roly from EastEnders. Or Roly from Hell. Comedian yeah. Rufus Hound. Rufus Again, Hound. Again, the word comedian. Joke. Yeah, I was going to say. 
and former yeah. singer Misha Paris. Misha Paris? Well, yes. Wow. What's there's the matter with enough... Jamelia not available? There's not enough Misha well, Paris on the She does the, the voice of Ireland, doesn't she, Jamelia? Oh, my God. I never thought I'd be hope- hoping the voice would come back, but apparently... Ben Miller is to star in a new BBC comedy based on uh, Julian Assange called Asylum. This I want to get Matt's opinion on. The BBC are moving Waterloo Road to BBC Three yeah. starting the first week of January for the last batch of episodes. Uh, the series has ran from 2006 all the way up to now. Um, it doesn't so make a lot of sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. One day they're closing BBC Three. Uh, the next yeah. day they're moving a load of well, one of their big BBC One well, sort of one. non-primetime hmm. shows to the And tunnel. I mean, it's this last ten episodes. I would have thought that they would be doing sort of a celebration almost of it being on for ten years yeah. and I think what they, have you I think, to of... be honest, they just want it over. That's the impression I get. Yeah. Well, then why make why the do... last ten episodes? Yeah, why do why do twen- a last 20 episodes? Why not just do a last yeah. 10? Because they've obviously... I, I remember thinking... I remember when Charlotte Moore was talking about it was one of the first things she axed. I remember them thinking at the time, I get the impression they just want this to be finished and they, mm. they've they obviously... Com- the previous commissioner obviously commissioned far too many and they just want to get rid of them. But yeah, and then it's getting a repeat though, isn't it? Like 10.35 on yeah, a Monday. Yeah, it gets a 10.35 on BBC One and if nobody watches it at 8 o'clock, which is presumably where all its core demographic have a bath, yeah. you know, they're not going to be watching it at 10.35 on a Monday. It, I don't know. I think they just want to forget about Waterloo Road and... You know, let it let it move on. Shola Amma. We've moved on. We've moved on. Ah, right. Uh, okay, more, fine. Um, yes, the jump is coming back to Channel Four next year. Calm down. We'll get through it. Uh, yeah. That is um, hosted <laughs> by Davina McCall, and this Once does again, actually we'll have. This does actually have some well-known names. Uh, yeah, Dom, it's interesting. A, it's a diverse lineup, to say the least. Notably, Dom from Stefan Dom of Gogglebox, yeah. uh, Joey Essex from everything on the telly at the moment, and it is just quite an impressive lineup. I mean, Stephen Mills. Well, How I don't does think that work? Have, well, I don't think she'll have a leg to stand on, but it's still. She know, did. She did. I remember she did Dancing on Ice, didn't she? And oh, she yeah, did that's right. With but the didn't stars she to... in America? No, well. she did Dancing with the Stars, but she couldn't carry on or something. But she did. Do... No, she did do Dancing with Dancing on Ice in this in this no, country. I don't know. It's it's a decent lineup. It doesn't mean I'm going to watch no. uh, the jump unless they can guarantee that Joey Essex will break some bones. In which case, but well, I mean, I thought around. the jump was such a, it, it was such a disastrous show because so many people got injured, didn't they? I know, that's what I'm really hoping for this Yeah, uh, it got one. The last two people in it were Joe McEldry and Donald McIntyre, both of yeah. whom were only came in halfway through. Yeah, and Donald McIntyre died shortly afterwards. Yeah, it was awful. Um, Ola Jordan uh, as well, Gary. Yeah, yeah but she's going to be... Oh, hold on, in a jumpsuit. Oh, I know, I know. Hello. That Sally Burko. Oh, in a jumpsuit no, that, that, as no. well. Oh, no. Steve O from uh, Jackass. Stop now! Stop! I can't take Show the sexual tension. Stop it. <laughs> Sixteen Misha. celebrities on the scene. Misha Paris. Oh, Gary, no. take me by the reviewing hand and review with us. If you would Indeed. review with us. Well, this could be a fun set of reviews, people. First of all, uh, last Saturday's and Sunday's X Factor, uh, the quarter final, the semi-final for this week is the final. 
Uh, oh my four, god, I'm confused already. Four acts, four acts were dribbled down to three. Have you noticed how every single person who's come on the show has backed a Simon Cow act? Yeah. Hmm. Also, was anyone else really put off by the fact he was wearing all black this week? Where's the white t-shirt? My god, that just... Too much change for a Saturday night, that was. And also, I'll tell you uh, one thing while we're on it oops. that really annoyed me about the X Factor this week was the fact all those fake Christmas dinners. What the hell was that all about? Why do <laughs> that they thing with Dermot, where they all went to the Italian restaurant. Uh, but it's, oh, why, yeah. Why, but not only that, them having their family over for Christmas dinner. Why? Have your family over for Christmas dinner at Christmas? On don't Christmas? Pretend. Yeah, I'm really want, doing it I, now. I've always wanted this. I want someone to come on the X Factor who's got no family. Yeah. So that when they, when all the other acts are like, you know, I heard from my mum yeah. last night, and yeah. yeah, I received a really positive text message from my granddad. He yeah. goes, I haven't seen them all in years. Yeah. I hate them all. Yeah. Yeah. Or still Where's not heard ben, from anyone. Ben's lovable Italian grandmother come from all of a sudden. I know. Everybody's got <laughs> an Italian grandmother now. I'm thinking uh, about well, getting think my Italian big... grandmother on this. Just to, the, big, you know. the, the big uh, controversy, I suppose, was Fleur singing a song that hasn't been released yet. Don't believe me, just the... watch. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I think they should just put that on advert breaks or, or you know, around the week because nobody is watching The X Factor. No, no, no. I don't say this. In fact, I don't think I've ever said this. That was a great X Factor performance. Yeah, I and agree. I, that, yeah, that is I a phrase I never times, use. But... Sure, actually, I've but never I heard think... you say it. I I watched the the actual version of that because I'd not heard that obviously like a lot of people in this country and the Bruno Mars version I would say is very different from Fleur's so there's this whole thing about you know her like making this song famous but I think there was a sort of chatting between parties wasn't there you know prom- yeah, this this is good promotion for oh yeah but re- regardless it was a great I mean if they'd done it and it was a crap performance mm. fair enough but it mm. was a really good performance. Uh, I also want to just briefly mention that I thought the musical acts on Sunday night show outside of the uh, the contestants that was um, Fifth, Harmony, Fifth Harmony who, who, who sung about Michelle Obama having a lot of money. Michelle Obama, I love that song. I hate <laughs> them so about? much. Yeah, I remember uh, them Michael on the American Buble, X, just, the, yeah. the American X Factor. I, yeah. they, I actually quite like them on that, and I don't know what's happened. They've sort of been through the style machine and now look yeah. horrible. And then there was Michael Bublé just having a laugh and yeah. not really... And Idina, Idina Menzel or whatever her name is. Well, Idina as well, but we all not got to talk are you, about it. Are you yet. making these names up? Moving yeah. on uh, is uh, this week's Strictly Come Dancing review. Uh, mm-hmm. Big shock this week. Where controversy. Well, controversy or just unexpected? You know How what is it I said when I... Well, you know what I said when I heard about this. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Carry on. We're in trouble. <laughs> no, that's the start of her very first number one hit, Mama Do, from two thousand nine. I'll have you know. You're are so you some not with of, it, Are you kid. some sort of stalker or something? What's going on? Well, yes, only yeah, in the uh, Luke, you're so five years ago, 2009. Yeah. Come on. Um, no, but pick, this was the first Strictly I've properly watched from beginning to end this episode this week. I don't think Pixie Lot deserved to go. I think it was... But Len Goodman gave a speech that was like the... Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. 
with LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Whole length of the the Sunday yeah. show. Wasn't well, it, it, really? it, his his speech was basically, "I know you'll think I'm doing this because the Trent talked back at me on Saturday, but um, you know this is who I think should go through." I thought Simon mm. was good. I feel so. I feel sorry for Simon. Like, oh, yeah, you just you and Simon from Blue just get a room and sort out your differences. And he <laughs> would love me, love me, love me, love me, as they say on that. What? Am I still on oh, those drugs? Or what the heck is going right. on? The Vix no, it's the, the lyric from All Rise, isn't it? I don't think so. Okay, okay Mr. Or 2008. One love? one love? Probably at One Love, as he's got the word yeah, love, love in it. Love me, love me, love me. Yeah, 15 love. One love. I don't think this was controversy. I personally feel this was a lot of people who have seen Pixie Lot for nine or ten weeks now, do really well, get really good support. I think people didn't pick up the phone and ring. I just think her fans thought she was safe this week, yeah. and uh, therefore showing that... You're never safe, Pixie, when I'm around. Good. You're never safe. Indeed. Uh, moving on to The Apprentice, thing. again, much like The X Factor, you can read an excellent article on the CustardDV.com uh, yeah. website about The Apprentice. Now, we didn't talk about The Apprentice last week, so can I get a consensus? Was that a skeleton or not, Matt? Yes. Yeah. Your name's not Matt. Matt. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got really frustrated. I'll tell you I'll tell you what. Um, in last week's episode, I got really frustrated with that whole thing with Felipe and the skeleton. And this week with yeah. the, Katie and the whole, oh, you can't do flavours, then you can't run a restaurant. That whole comment no, about I I've, been to Mc, I've been to McDonald's. And oh, she's yeah. Worked Sorry, in yeah. Restaurants and yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, she, as she said, she wasn't. she's not going to be the cook in the restaurant or anything like that. She oh. knows... Her area, which but is I think the point Lord Sugar was making, and I I don't know whether you watched You're Fired, but um one of the guys that was fired uh was actually going San... to a restaurant one, Sanjay, but he knew it wasn't much profit margin in it. So actually, I think there was just a sort of thing in there that said they knew there wasn't they knew there wasn't money in running a restaurant business. I think what's happened is, and I'm saying this outside of the uh, the arena of this podcast to a colleague earlier. Oh, you don't uh, talk outside of the arena. Oh. But it was you. You to shut up. That I think Lord Sugar <laughs> has become a little bit disenchanted with all of this, and I mm. think because in the way that he's done it so recently, you know, where he's having a business partner, I think he's picked the business very early on that he likes the look of, and he yeah. has kept some of those people around longer than they should have done, and in some cases mm. has got rid of people well, I think... earlier than he was. He clearly wasn't going to open an elderly care home, okay? And Matt, Matt, while while I was also Luke, outside Luke. of the arena, while I was also outside of the arena with Gary, I I said to Gary these next words. I said, "Wouldn't it be good if oh, yeah. if Lord Sugar is becoming a bit disenfranchised by the whole process? Wouldn't it be good if he, for like the final or the penultimate episode, took on Nicole Nicole Karen's job?" And sort of shadowed them for a bit. That would be fascinating, <laughs> wouldn't it? I'd love that because then he would see what these people are really like. If he'd have done mm. that, he would have got rid yeah. of Daniel a long time ago. I think he's yeah. just lost the plot. Daniel's been bit. kept. I'll tell you why Daniel's still there because they want him to come face to face with old Claude Littner. They I want thought, him to have an I, interview. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was thinking. I thought that would be James. I thought James would, would be in it still to come up against yeah, Claude Littler. That uh, there's no Margaret on the Apprentice interviews no. uh, next week. Instead, they're bringing back Ricky Martin, not the Latin singer. No, I know he's a strong singer. Can singer. he do interviews? I don't know. We, we shall see. Also, doesn't does he run a recruitment think, firm? Does anyone he think does, J.K. Yeah. Rowling's? Anyone think J.K. Rowling's missing a trick with them? Um, not doing bringing out Felipe and the skeleton. It does sound like one of her books. It does. And I, think it does. I would love to read. It. Uh, the other thing, the other thing that I picked up from this week is that um, yeah. is that um, Karen is a bit of a bitc female. She dog. was on. She was on a bit of a yeah. She, I think uh, she she, she grasped up Sanjay. Yeah. Yeah. Sanjay though, Sanjay. I didn't like Sanjay. I She's found a bit... him a bit of a bit a bit of a diva. She's like... a bit Michelle Obama. Can I talk about the baby? Bit like that, I think. <laughs> I need more dicks or something. <laughs> the winner of Britain's Got Talent and their prize, the Royal Variety performance, was on earlier this week. Uh, name that winning act. Calabro. Damn, I thought you'd forgotten. Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to be honest with you, Jack I had Whitehall, forgotten I until I saw them. Hosted by Michael McIntyre, we'll kind of forgive that, and featuring for the first time in not a while... Not the Queen. Um, oh, but, uh, I miss her grandson. the Queen. I miss the Queen. She doesn't the go out queen. as much as she used to. Uh, no. This year's Royal Variety performance, what do we think? Well, first of all, we were talking last week about Mrs. McNamara. Can you imagine the Queen's winter fuel allowance? <laughs> that must be... Sad. She's got a, I mean, number of, a number of frozen properties. Yeah, exactly. Um, I only saw bits and bobs because I think with the Royal Variety mm. you can. I watched it I... on catch off. Oh, I watched right. some of it from underneath Ellie Goulding's massive dress, <laughs> which, was, which was which was awkward. Was that like a um, red, bu- <laughs> red button? Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the extra buttons you get on a smart TV. <laughs> the blue button. <laughs> yeah. Very blue. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, it was all a bit too much. It was too long, too bland. I think, as I said it to you, is, though. when we were outside yeah. the arena yesterday. Um... We're outside this arena a lot, aren't we, really? Think about uh, it. If you've watched all the X Factor, you know, results shows and the Strictly results shows, you will have seen, you know, One Direction do their bit and McBusted do their, and Ed Sheeran sing that bloody song about, you know, 70, that one. It was brilliant. I loved you doing that. That's every week now as well. Well, just (laughs) Just that bit. Singing one word for me every week. I'm actually beginning to wonder uh, whether I should sing at the end of this episode. I want to alert you now, the broadcast trailer is live. Oh! If we can have a minute to watch it, I have put it on the website now. Go to thecustardtv.com, you can see it. I, I think right. we should listen to Gary's reaction to it. Gary is now... Remember, you might remember a few weeks ago on this very podcast, Gary did a brilliant director's commentary of um, John Lewis had with Monty the Penguin, which is still talked about to uh-huh. this day, particularly now. Um, and we're now, I, now want him, I now want him to go onto the customtv.com and watch there. the first look of the Broadchurch trailer. All I can say, pretty much, is that um, Broadchurch is turning into like midsummer. You wouldn't want to go there, would you? Because things seem no. happen there. Well, I like uh, the only line that intrigued both Matt and I was, uh-huh. "Where were you when those girls disappeared?" Well, that's it. Yeah, obviously they're following a new case, which makes me really believe that. You know, Broadchurch is quite not the safe place to go. I saw the newspaper editor. I can't remember her name. Yeah. I didn't see anyone Maggie? else. I, obviously, yeah, that's well. Mm, Ollie I think, was I there. Saw, 
Ollie was there. I saw the mother, obviously. Um, Danny Latimer's hey. mother. Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> Jody He's Whittaker. getting good. This is also quite <laughs> exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw Shola Ammer. Uh, she was there. Uh, and Lisa saw... Paris right at the end. And I think I saw Danny Latimer. So maybe the whole series yeah. is a joke. Uh, no, I, I I didn't see anyone else that I recognised. There were three or four new characters, uh, which is glad, which I'm but glad about. My, my question is, if they, if if all this is going to be is um, just them recovering from the atrocities of series one, I don't know how gripping it'll be. But we will see. Broadchurch, as we said before, back on the fifth of January. That's a Monday on ITV. Uh, Brian Pern, uh, the the light, the rock life of <laughs> Please, Brian Pern. Say it one more time. We didn't say enough. <laughs> Brian Pern, uh, a life in rock, uh, aired recently on BBC Two. Uh, I think it was a couple of nights ago. I watched it on Catch Up. Yeah. Uh, basically, this is written and directed by Gareth Brian Thomas. Brian Tom- no. Gareth Thomas is the rugby player, isn't he? Uh, oh, right. It's someone else. Well, Reese Thomas. Reese Thomas. Well. Thomas. Well. I knew well there was a it. Thomas in it. No, I knew it was Reese yeah. Thomas. Yeah. And Tom it's a Thomas. it's a mockument. It's a, a mockumentary, basically. Uh, yeah. about a fake 70s rock band based very loosely on the career of Genesis although there's five of them and there was only the four in Genesis and the lead character Brian Pern Don't is basically a Mickey take I'm trying to the main character Brian Pern um, is um, based very loosely on um, the lead loosely. singer of Genesis Peter Gabriel well, Peter Gabriel that's the chap uh, oh there was God. some very it's good like, it's there like was some... whole sections of your life missing where, like, <laughs> There were some lovely moments in there of, of, of things. I mean, it's also very reminiscent of, of the breakup of Pink Floyd, how they never wanted to be in a room together. There's also elements at where the end this, of this, oh, this episode, at the end of this podcast, yeah, where They're there's no singing. Room together. <laughs> I, I love that scene. I absolutely love that scene where he pretended to be in another country yeah, on the phone, and actually just yeah. in the next room. That was wonderful. I also like the bit where he was arrested at the end by Operation Green oh, yeah. or something. I also thought very good turns in there by um, by Jack Whitehall and mm. um, and um, uh, Doctor Watson. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also like that line like where it says, "I don't, I don't watch Sherlock. I prefer Bergerac." Was my favourite. Yeah, line. and then you go off to the Bergerac handling music. That was very good. Uh, definitely, there's going to be three of these. I will definitely be watching the other two. Find this very. Fun. Yeah, I quite like it as well. Uh, would someone like to talk about the Lost Honor of Christopher Jeffries? This is based on a true story. It's a two-part drama uh, written by Peter Morgan, who wrote The Queen and Frost Nixon, and directed by uh, Roger Michel, who um, directed... He was just in I'm a Celebrity. Um, <laughs> Notting no. Hill, I know he directed. Oh, right. That's the one thing that <laughs> comes think, to I'm mind. I'm thinking of Vicky Michel. I'm sorry. This is basically about an incident uh, that occurred about four years ago, around this time, where a young lady called uh, Joanna Gates was murdered um, and one of the first suspects the police had was her landlord uh, Christopher Jeffries who was this sort of eccentric former headmaster who had sort of a wild haircut and and spoke in a funny manner and therefore they thought oh he must be like a weirdo. They held him with very little evidence for a few days and this first episode was all about it was it was very reminiscent actually to an episode of Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody where they were just sort of questioning, but you knew that they didn't really have anything on him. But the the sort of bigger theme in this is the press intrusion and the fact that while he was in prison, uh, 
there were all these stories written about him having like you know desires towards his children being a peeping tom things like that thing you know defamation of character and and it's really interesting and i think what makes it work is peter morgan's script which is very well paced i was enthralled because sometimes these fact-based dramas can be quite dry uh visually it was very very well done there were some really good set pieces and um the central performance from uh, jason watkins was just brilliant i mean I, I, I have my doubts because he's more known as a comic performer. He's obviously in Trolleyed and was in Psychoville as well. But here I thought he was brilliant. I can't. I, unfortunately, the bloke can't get away from the fact that he's a little awkward in his appearance mm. and the way he yeah. is. I'm sure he knows that. Uh, and I think obviously what it shows is, is kind of, you know, the UK media's yeah, prejudice. Don't judge to to, a book by its cover. Yeah, exactly. The mm. thing is, as well, they pick up on the fact that the. The man who did do it, who's actually played by Joe Sims from Broadchurch, yeah, but who I didn't recognise until Luke brought it up that he was in it. Um, he plays a Dutch uh, gentleman, Vincent Tabak, who was the who turned out to be the murderer, and he was he looked so normal that mm. nobody suspected that he had this sort of seedy life. The second one wasn't as um engaging throughout but it still had its moments and i think jason watkins sort of saved it in a way but there were some good bits i mean a bit of the levinson inquiry it's got a nice little cameo in there uh i won't say who from but it's a it's a nice little touch um it's shola Ammer. well done gary oh <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> Something we neglected to mention in the news earlier is that The Missing yeah. has been nominated for a Golden Globe Award. Well, to be uh, fair, this was coming as I was typing the news. This was actually uh, coming yeah. out. So, so um, that, that is alongside other British nominees like Ricky Gervais for Derek. Um, Amer- American nominees in the form of uh, Julia... I'm going to mess her name up. How do you say it, Matt? From The Good Wife. Julia Margulies. Thank you. It's just the Margulies that threw me. Uh, but yeah, great news right for, the, for the missing. Uh, James Nesbitt not nominated, but uh, Francis O'Connor is. Shocking. It's a bit of a shame. Absolutely um, shocking. It, it is a shame. Uh, and also worth mentioning while we're talking just briefly about the Golden Globes, no nominations for Sherlock, no nominations for um, the uh, the great sitcom I'm enjoying, Modern Family, nor Parks and Recreation, which fair enough mm. wasn't on this year. Uh, Transparent, did get nominated. You know how we feel about it. Well, um, the main actor did. That was about it. Also, really upset. No, the show the did. The show did. Oh, did it? Oh, the show um, did as well. No oh, nominations God. either for another one of my new favourites, The Americans, which is a real shame. That should be getting well, more mm, noticed than it is. Yeah. Or Tatiana something <laughs> from or from the. What Why was that again, the, Gary? That was. Well, no, I, I can understand The Americans. It, it, it tailed off quite a bit in the first series, I thought. Did you not watch the... Is this another one you haven't seen the second series of? Yeah, all right. What are you, my mum? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nag, 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 One day, one day I will How buy you a How many series of The telly. West Wing have you watched? None, but I've no... Five? There I've you go. Five. There you go. <laughs> I could have said... watched five seasons of The West Wing. could have just said five, couldn't you've I? Got, I you've got two more to catch up on, and Luke, you need to get started. Yeah, BBC One, Sports Personality of the Year, Gary Lineker, Clebourne and Gabby Logan present. Uh, Gary, who's going to win? Uh, Rory McIlroy. Okay. Um, well, that was easy. Ben Midler's gone. Monday, 10pm, Channel 4, Stefan Dom meet Nigel Farage. 
Uh, I think Stefan Dorm will win from that. Gogglebox. Sorry? Stefan Dorm will win that, I think. <laughs> Tuesday, 9pm BBC Two, there's a new uh, choir, Gareth Malone, who we never see on the telly, is back again. He's not performing there a new, enough. A new military wives choir uh, to perform at a World War One centenary from mm-hmm. at London's mm-hmm. Royal Albert Hall. Uh, at the same time on Channel 4, Black Mirror White Christmas, a uh, seasonal special of the uh, Charlie Booker um, dystopian really techno thriller thingy starring John Hamm, Rafe Spall and Una Chaplin. Uh, Did you know she's Charlie Chaplin's Is she really? She is. Is she, she though? Still is. Uh, I've seen the paperwork. 10.35pm on Tuesday on BBC One, we've got the, uh, fi- the yearly look at this year's final five on The Apprentice. That's Bianca. Daniel, Solomon, Mark and Roisin. Wednesday 9pm, the British Comedy Awards hosted by Jonathan Ross. Uh, nominees include Matt Berry, Harry Enfield, Catherine Parkinson and Graham Norton alongside such shows as The Wrong Mans and Would I Lie to You. Uh, are we going to be watching this one? Yep. Anyone? I'll dip in and out probably. I never one, watch them all the way. Yeah, one I'm quite looking forward to uh, we'll highlight because it's, it's not one that sort of jumps off the page of the TV guide. Uh, Michael Grade hosts on BBC4 The oh, Fight yeah. for Saturday Night, which is a ta- tale of, uh, I'll read it from here, television skullduggery and dirty dealings in the battle to win the Saturday didn't, Night Ratings Crown in the, I think it's the 80s and 90s, and it's like an hour and a half do, this one. Didn't he do a history of light entertainment, Michael Grade? Yeah. That was very good as well. Yeah. So there is your dose of podcastness uh, for today. It's the Custard TV podcast. You can follow any of us on Twitter using the hashtag the Custard TV Returns. I'm at <laughs> Luke Custard TV. Gary is gone. Matt at Matt's TV Bites. Do you know what I'd absolutely love for Christmas, Matt? And you, mm. I don't. You can't provide it. It's the one thing you can't get me for Christmas. But maybe somebody listening can. I would love. A couple more likes on our Facebook page. The Facebook yeah, we've had page two is... this week, apparently. Facebook.com forward slash the Custard TV. I would absolutely adore uh, that. Or, if you're feeling even more generous and you've got more cash to flash, I would love a ten-star review written right under this podcast, which you can download from iTunes at your earliest convenience or the official website. Are we on Stitcher.com? What the hell is that? That sounds painful. <laughs> That's a radio sounds like app, apparently. Sounds like something Gary would get if he stood up too quickly. <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> no? I don't know. No, it's um, like an online radio app or something. I need that in my life. What the hell is Stitcher? We will be back soon with a special Christmassy edition of the podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.